Happy Independence Day. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I love Independence Day. And uh, it gets gives me a day off. I don't have to do anything. It, barbecue, drink, it's a great day. But leave it to somebody to ruin it. And I mean ruin it completely. Let's talk about the mass shooting in Highland Park. And let's talk about people who really don't appreciate July 4th. And there are plenty of them. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to DumbassesTalkingPolitics.com. I had such a great weekend, let me tell you. So, Saturday, we went to see the Dodgers play the Padres. Josie's a huge Padres fan, and her kids, we took her kids. And they're huge Padres fans. They wore their jerseys, the whole thing. I wore, of course, my Dodger jersey. It was special because it was in L.A. I hadn't been to L.A. Dodger Stadium probably in, I want to say, seven, eight years. Probably longer than that. And Josie, had ne- Josie and the kids had never been to Angels, uh, Dodger Stadium. So it was fun. And then the Dodgers just kicked the living crap out of the Padres. So that was great. Then on Sunday, we had a, a family 4th of July party. I know it's the 3rd of July, but... We had we didn't get home till about one two in the morning. Didn't I had to stop drinking at about oh, I don't know six seven, so that worked out. I was able to get home without getting pulled over. Then uh, we went to then on sun, Saturday we just or I'm sorry yesterday we just stayed at home, watched fireworks, had a really good time. It was it was a lot of fun. One of the reasons the podcast is late today is because. Had too much fun. I never did any writing this weekend. So it was a great weekend. We had we had a wonderful time. A wonderful 4th of July weekend. But unfortunately, it was another sad day. And uh, there was another mass shooting, in this time in Highland Park, Illinois. And by the way, it wasn't just the mass shooting this weekend. There were r- protests and riots, and well, I call them riots, in Ohio shootings in Chicago again. It it ended up being one of the worst weekends in decades. Uh, Shootings in, in, uh, again, uh, Baltimore. It was just a miserable, miserable weekend across the country. So let's talk about this shooting in Highland Park. Uh, Some of the news just came out, so you may not have heard a lot of it, The suspect was a 21-year-old man. Now, at first, he was described as between 18 and 20, and then he was described as 22. He's actually 21 years old. I'm not going to use his name because this guy actually wanted to become famous. He wanted to get, he wanted to uh, kill all these people and become famous, become immortal. He says it in his music. He says it, that's right, he's a 20, when I heard... He was a rapper, and that he had videos of himself rapping on the videos of himself rapping on the internet. I said to myself, "This guy is not going to kill himself." When I found out, because this guy is going to be captured, and he's going to be captured alive, and he's not going to shoot at the police officers because he actually wants the attention. So he was from Highland. He was from an area within Highland Park. So he was within the area. And if you don't know where Highland Park is, it's about 25 miles north of Chicago. Uh, he was dressed as a woman, which was interesting. Uh, he wanted to blend in. 
Not to mention he had a bunch of facial tattoos that he needed to hide. So according to video that was taken by some of the businesses around the area, he was fully dressed as a woman. So kind of smart. Um, he had two rifles that he purchased in Illinois and he purchased them legally. One rifle he, he did, he used during the shooting. He dropped that rifle on, uh, where he was doing the shooting, which was on a roof. And then, um, the other one was actually picked up in his car when he was caught. Um, how he did this was he, he climbed on the roof of a store that had a built-in ladder. So he was able to go into the back of the store, climb the ladder, get to the roof, and from there he was shooting. Now, as far as the type of rifles, they were described as high capacity, or I'm sorry, high powered rifles. Uh, the police commissioner today was asked, well, were they AR-15s? And he said, well, they kind of look like AR-15s, but not so uh, we're not really sure what kind of rifles we are there are if you listen to the video they sound like ar-15s they sound very high but we don't really know anything it hasn't really been talked about there are no pictures out yet um once he's on the roof he started shooting he killed six people and injured 30. now that has been going up and down up and down uh, a bunch of people have said that he had killed, he had injured up to 38. He had injured under 30, 24 when first reports, but it ended up being 30. Um, he crawled down from the roof after the, he finished shooting, left the rifle, which explains why he left the rifle and then went to, uh, he went to, he ran through the streets as if he was also one of the victims being shot at. So he was, just trying to blend in, which is pretty much what they thought he was doing. Um, he was taking off in his mom's car. Mom reported that his son had taken the car, reported what the car looked like in the license plate. At this point, they named him. They, they gave out his name, which I won't do. And he has, uh, and he was eventually stopped, pulled out of the car. No incident. Didn't shoot at the police because he's a coward. And was arrested. Uh, he was never named a suspect until he was arrested. He was named a he was named a person of interest, and just today they named him a suspect. They still haven't put any charges on him. They still don't have a motivation. Uh, so they think this is a completely random shooting, and we'll talk about that. Um, race, religion, politics had nothing to think it had nothing to do with it. This was just a nut job. Of course, you can't go uh, a minute without taking a disaster like this and making it into something political. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, we don't want to, if you're a Democrat, you don't want to take uh, uh, just make it a polit just make it political. You want to take the just make it political and don't wait for all the information kind of thing. You don't want to do that. You want to politicize it right away, even though this probably had nothing to do with politics. And that's exactly what Governor J.B. Pritz uh, Pritzker, who is the governor of who is the crap governor of that crap state of Illinois, did when he 
started announce when he made his gave his reaction two hours after the shooting. Now, mind you, the bodies weren't even cold yet. They weren't even picked off the ground yet. And this son of a bitch had decided to make a political statement. Why don't you listen? It is devastating that a celebration of America was ripped apart by our uniquely American plague. A day dedicated to freedom has put into stark relief the one freedom we as a nation refuse to uphold. The freedom of our fellow citizens to live without the daily fear of gun violence. That was the start of his speech. Now, mind you, he knows nothing about the shooter. And as a matter of fact, he doesn't mention the shooter once. Who, it turns out, was a, an absolute nut job. He just talks about gun violence and calls to get rid of guns and things like that. We're going to talk about why this is a BS argument right off the bat. The big problem is that all the gun control laws weren't going to stop stop this thing. The kid was obviously insane. He's got video. I won't play any of the videos. I won't put them up on Rumble. I won't do anything like that because this kid was obviously trying to become famous. He was nuts. And if you watch the videos, they were all very creepy. And what was more disturbing, he actually built sets for these things. Police and educators, again, another failure of the bureaucracy, both police and educators knew when this kid was in middle school that he had problems. They knew he was an, he was an issue. His social media accounts were filled with violence and signs of mental problems. They did nothing. His uncle even said the kid was lonely and he had issues. He never expected he would do something like this, but he had issues. No one did anything about it, including the government bureaucracies who should be concerned about your safety. He had, this kid had no problem buying guns. The background checks didn't work again. The school system and the police knew this kid had issues and they did nothing. They never monitored him. I should give up my guns and trust the government to protect me and my family when they constantly fail at their jobs? Uvalde was a failure of bureaucracy. New um, uh, Buffalo was a failure of bureaucracy. This shooting was a failure of bureaucracy. And we can go all through, all through these places. And we could go look at, we could go look at um, the killings in, in Chicago, Baltimore, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, any of these places, New York, I counted, I forget New York, and we can point to a failure of government and government bureaucracy. There's a reason the murder rate in Chicago is already reaching record numbers. It's reaching record numbers this year. That's a real stretch for Chicago. That piece of crap mayor over there, I mean, they broke records. This, I think they had something like 12, 13 
murders this week, shooting deaths this weekend. And they constantly blame guns. Guns are nothing but a tool. They're not, they have no intent. It's absolutely insane. But I, I mean, this was tragic. It was wrong. This kid apparently had no motive. He just decided to do it. And looking at the videos, of course, he's got facial tattoos. He's got pink and blue hair. <sighs> Absolutely incredible. But since we're on it, we, we might as well just make the entire podcast about how July 4th, Independence Day, is such a bad thing because we're such a bad country. Because that's exactly what everybody did this weekend. They politicized everything, mostly because of abortion, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, but lots of different reasons. So let's take a look at this, for example. According to the Daily Wire, NPR's Steve Inskeep scrapped his traditional 4th of July reading of the Declaration of Independence on Monday after more than three decades, and instead opted to devote the segment to a discussion on equality. After a bit of a false start in 2021, when the hosts read the Declaration of Depend uh, Declaration, but drew attention to what they believed were flaws and hypocrisies, Inskeep and his co-host Leila Fadal ended the 33-year tradition in 2022. They replaced it with an 11-minute segment examining what equality truly meant both when the Declaration of Independence was written and in the years since then. See, this is this just drives me nuts. First off, um, this is NPR, National Public Radio. We're paying for this. And these guys have so little respect for the Declaration of Independence, they decide not even to discuss it. But I, I and I, you know, and then last year, they discussed it, but they said, oh, here's a hypocrisy, and this is not true, and blah, blah, blah. Well, they interviewed a gal named Jill Lepore, who is a Harvard historian, and she said, quote, it's fashionable, and rightfully so, to indict the limits of, the Jef of Jefferson's vision. But in the 18th century, even the idea that all white men are created equal was a radical notion at the time. Those men lived in highly ranked culture, and a declaration of equality is throwing away or challenging that in a revolutionary manner. Okay, this is the problem with these people. Um, they look at history and then compare the document with the flaws in the country at that time. And, it, and for them, it invalidates the document. And they want the Declaration of Independence, and they want the Constitution completely invalidated. Yes, we had slavery. Yes, women did not have the rights they deserved. Yes, property owners had more rights than regular citizens. But the kicker is, and this is something they ever admit, the Founding Fathers knew that. They acknowledged that there was injustice and inequality in the country. And only time would fix those injustices. They knew about slavery and suffrage and, and uh, a class system. They acknowledged it was there. That's why there was an, they put an amendment, uh, amendment process into the Constitution to fix those flaws. What's worse is these people, they can't see, they see the, the United States as then to now, and it's a straight line. They have no problems. It's not just enough to point to the inconsistencies of the, doc, of the documents, 
which there were, but they don't see that, yeah, but we fixed a lot of it. And we became the greatest country in human history. And then they sit back and they just make crap up. What is she talking about? All white men are created equal. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is the part she's talking about in the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And by the way, when we say men are created equal, they're, talk, they're talking about humanity. It's not meant to be read literally. All men are created equal. And that include black men, black women, white men, white women, Germans, Irish. We seem to forget the Germans and the Irish were actually oppressed in the 18, 17 and 1800s. They were considered a lower class. Everyone thinks it's only the blacks. It's not true. The United States was an equal op opportunity stereotype. They, they did, they put down, Italians were considered a, lo a lower class. But they never mentioned them. They're just all white. Jews were demonized. I mean, it wasn't just, just blacks at the time or Hispanics or Chinese. Anyway, I'll continue. And by the way, do you see anything that, that says anything about white men? Did they specifically say anything about white men? That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its power in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. You know, here's the thing. They miss the beauty and the promise of the language of the Declaration of Independence. They miss the beauty and the promise, the beauty of the Constitution. And the United States knew, the Founding Fathers knew about all the problems that are in the United States. They knew, how do we know? There's tons of documents stating it. They wrote about it. The Federalist Papers talked about slavery and why they didn't get rid of slavery with the Constitution. They, they are very open about it. They talked about voting rights and who should vote. A lot of the time they said, no, this has got to end. And guess what's happened in, in, in the world, in, the, in this country? A lot of that stuff's over. Women's had their suffrage movement. Blacks spent 200, uh, 150 years under slavery and Jim Crow. It's all gone. They, in matter of fact, they seem to think, the left in this case, seems to think that what the blacks are going through is the same as what they went through with Jim Crow, and that's just not true. The country has improved. The country has changed because of injustice. So why did they do this? Well, they hate the freedoms of the Constitution, and they hate the promises of the Declaration of Independence. They want to transform this country into some sort of European globalist thing, which we've talked about in the past. Unfortunately for them, and Klaus Schwab and all of those others, 
the Constitution keeps getting in the way. And that's why they want to dismiss the Constitution. They want to dismiss the Declaration of Independence and move on from that. Okay, so next story. Uh, again, we, we're going to keep going on this July 4th thing just to show you how miserable all these a-holes are. Uh, here is uh, Libs of TikTok. They did a little compilation about what people think of July 4th, the United States, and the flag in general. And it's a little long, but I think it's worth the listen because it really shows how we're all in different places here. And maybe there can be no way to unify the country. My four-year-old just came up to me and asked if she could play with my Dumbo Trump flag. And I said, my Dumbo Trump flag? I don't have one of those. And yeah, she calls him Dumbo. I just never corrected her. And she goes, yeah, you do. This one. And I feel like it's kind of profound. Did he ruin the flag for anybody else? Just me? I'm 46, and when I turn 50 and my husband is all better, we plan on moving out of this country and somewhere else in the world. No idea where yet, just not here. So my question is, is there a place we can move that people would be happy to have us that we're not gentrifying or colonizing? Is there a way to do this? I don't want to be a problem, but I need to get the fuck out of this country. If you woke up in a good-ass mood today, you put on your red, white, and blue, please go buy a gallon of gasoline, pour it on yourself, and then light that bitch up. Because what the fuck? At this point in my life, a pickup truck with an American flag attached to the back speeding down a street gives me pause, and I look for safety. There's nothing like leaving America to remind you that you are traumatized. I'm in Spain right now, and I, it, being here has only made it more obvious that like I move through my everyday life in America as someone who expects aggression when I enter a space and someone who expects harm. I was driving around yesterday with my husband and we kept seeing um, American flags everywhere for 4th of July. And um, am I the only one that Trump has ruined the flag for? Because now I just see American flags and go, oh yeah, those are probably assholes. Am I the only one that like looks at American flags and I'm just like, ugh, ugh. Like someone just came on the beach with American flag chair. And they're giving me a very like Trumpy vibe. I don't think American flag is like very Trumpy now. And I'm just like, I can't. I, I just cannot with any of it. <laughs> I'm at the point with this country that like all this 4th of July decorations doesn't sit well with me because we're at a point where the American flag on any piece of anything hanging from your house on your shirt hanging from your fucking car on a sticker on your car whatever it looks racist like the fact that it was the symbol of like the protests against masks and it was the symbol for all lives matter and blue lives matter it's like it just it screams racist to me. It screams colonizer. It screams, I don't season my food. You know what I'm saying? So um, I 
don't want to celebrate 4th of July anymore. 4th of July is officially canceled. I am looking for employment opportunities outside of the United States. I have a bachelor's degree in social work. My associates was in human services, specializing in addiction, and have many years in that field. I also have many years in customer service, ranging from things like bartending to making coffee to serving. Really, I'm willing to do anything as long as it gets me out of this country. These people are just miserable. And I'm sorry, Donald Trump was president for four years, and he's been out of office for a year and a half. The hatred these people have for the flag in the country was way before Trump was in office. The only thing they all seem to agree with is the flag is bad and they want to leave in America. Everyone basically acknowledged that. Here's what I have to say to all these miserable, angry, stupid people. Leave the country already. Stop talking about it. No one, there is no law. And you renounce your citizenship and get the hell out. No one's stopping you. You're free to go. Go to Ukraine. That's what you people support anyway. Go to Ukraine. Because there's definitely no racism in Ukraine. I mean, outside of like half the country that hates black people. I mean, half the military with Ukraine, which is never talked about, is made up of a white supremacist group. But it wasn't just the little people that had their thoughts about how miserable the United States was. It was our elites think so too. Katy Perry tweeted, baby, you're a firework is a 10, but women in the U.S. have fewer rights than act an actual sparkler. SMH. I don't know what that, that means. But first off, if she thinks Baby You're a Firework is a 10, she has a real high opinion of her music. I can't stand Katy Perry. I don't know how she even became famous. Bette Midler tweeted, and you can always expect Bette Midler to have a really hot take. Fourth of July has been canceled following a shortage of independence. Sincerely, women. Well, it's been canceled for her. Don't celebrate it. Stay at home. You miserable horse. Uh, she also said, quote, women have tweeted here, women of the world, we are being stripped of our rights over our bodies, our lives, and even our name. I don't know what that means. They don't call us, oh, yeah, this is good. Don't call, they don't call us women anymore. They call us birthing people or menstruators and even people with vaginas. Don't let them erase you. Every human being, every human on earth owes you. Uh, you know what? I actually agree with that. Because you know what? She's going to piss off the entire trans community with that. You wait. She'll be apologizing for that one soon. Jessica Chastain, who did a couple of, uh, uh, did a couple of good movies and surprisingly pro-American movies she did. She sat back. She took a picture of herself flashing two middle fingers in a photo and captioned it. Happy Independence Day for me and my reproductive rights. Okay. Michael Moore, who's... I don't know why Michael Moore is in the United States. I think Michael Moore should just leave. Should absolutely leave. He tweeted his thoughts, and there are a couple of them. A mass shooting to celebrate the 4th. A wealthy class that doubled its wealth while the country suffered. A Supreme Court that stripped 51% of our citizens of their reproductive rights while removing gun laws and killing the EPA. 
I cannot in good conscience continue to receive the privileges of full citizenship in this land, when all its women and girls have now been, by court decree, declared official second-class citizens with no rights to their own bodies, and conscripted to a life of forced birth, should they fall pregnant and not want to be. Until women's rights have been fully reinstated and their equal equal rights are enshrined in our Constitution, now that the required 38 states have passed the Equal Rights Amendment, that's not true, by the way, the 38 states didn't pass the Equal Rights Amendment. Uh, that's, that's an absolute lie. I will not shut up about this. If you invite me to dinner, that's all I'm going to talk about. Have me over to your party, and it's going to be Dobbs, Dobbs, and more Dobbs. And I won't stop until Roe is reinstated and the 51% of the, female and of the Congress is female. All I got to say to this is, go to England. He's got a lot of money. He's worth, he's a ten, worth tens of millions of dollars. Go to another country. Get out of here. No one wants you here, you fat tub of crap. No one wants you at dinner because you will not let anybody else, like, eat. Frickin' pig. Chris Hayes of MSNBC kept it up, stating, uh, We won't acknowledge that we are a violent people to begin with. The country was birthed in violence with the genocide of the native people at the barrel of a gun. Um, that's not true, and I think I've talked about that a billion times. This country was built on the back of slaves with a gun to their back. Who will say on this network or any other network in the next five days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment? Wow. Okay, well, try it. Try repealing the Second Amendment. You can, you can do that. Try it. You know why they don't try? It ain't, they won't repeal it. Because most people don't think like these people. That's the whole problem. Even Joe Biden. I mean, this guy is so out of touch. But he couldn't help but just start bitching about the country. And he did this on July 4th in front of the military during a White House-sponsored barbecue. Listen to what he had to say. In recent days, there's been reason to think that this country is moving backward, that freedom is being reduced, that rights we assume were protected are no longer. A reminder that we remain in an ongoing battle for the soul of America, as we have for over 200 years. I know it can be exhausting and unsettling, but tonight, I want you to know we're going to get through all of this. For all that we have faced, that we are going to get through this, and look how far we've come. We're reclaiming our way of life in a pandemic. Vaccines are nearly available to every American. Restrictions lifted the 4th of July, together again at the White House. And for all the challenges, America has the strongest economy in the world. More people working and starting businesses, more young people graduating from high school and college than ever before. I just returned from an important trip, the military will understand, to Europe, the NATO meeting. We're relying on what we can do to rally the free world to defend freedom. Before I left for Europe, I signed a law, the first real gun safety law in 30 years. And things will get better still, but not without more hard work together. 
You all heard what happened. You all heard what happened today. But each day, we're reminded there's nothing guaranteed about our democracy, nothing guaranteed about our way of life. We have to fight for it, defend it, and earn it by voting. Even a speech in front of the military that is supposed to be celebrating the country, he can't help himself to put the country down. The country is going backwards because he lost a couple of th three major Supreme Court decisions. It's going backwards. You know, here's the thing with the Democrats. Their idea of progress is just changing things. That's all they consider progress. I don't consider, I didn't consider Roe versus Wade progress. I didn't consider the laws that New York is throwing. And we'll talk about New York tomorrow. But I didn't consider the laws that New York put um, for getting a concealed gun permit. I didn't think that was progress. I don't think taking away our rights is progress. And we see it. Religion, freedom of speech, religion, protest, um, carrying, a carrying a weapon. All of these things are being taken away. I don't see losing rights as progress. But the reality is that speech really wasn't meant to disrespect the United States, though it ended up disrespecting the United States. I mean, we're going backwards. We're going back to 1850. I mean, Biden said it already several times. That son of a bitch said it when he was in Europe, telling Europeans that the United States is falling apart and that the Supreme Court is a disaster. He said that to a bunch of foreigners. Do you think I really give a damn what Germany or England or Italy or France thinks? I really couldn't care less what they think. And by the way, they have stricter abortion laws than the United States does. But the second he brought up the soul of our nation, the soul of democracy, when he brings that crap up, you know one thing is coming up. It's a campaign speech. And that's exactly what this was meant to be. A campaign speech. Go out there and vote, Democrat. That's what he basically was doing in that entire thing. The country is falling apart because Democrats are Democrats are already in office. They haven't done a thing. They've done nothing except create inflation, create gas and oil shortages, screw up a war in Afghanistan, screw up an Afghanistan, uh, an Afghanistan, well, retreat. It's what it was. Joe Biden has been a disaster. And all he can do is sit back and campaign and campaign and campaign. And that's what he's doing on the 4th of July. Very cynical. It's all about him and his power and the power for the Democratic Party. And he doesn't give a damn about the country. If he did, he would not have pissed on the Supreme Court like he's been doing. He would actually go out there and protect the Supreme Court. He's not doing that. Okay, I had an opinion piece, but I'll have to read it tomorrow. It, it really, speaking of cynical, this piece from the Washington Post <coughs> has got to be one of the most cynical posts I have ever seen. It is absolutely terrible. It's hateful. And this guy that we're going to read from, his name is um, Paul Waldman. Again, you're, you're making millions of dollars. Get out of the country. You don't want to be here, get out of the country. But that's what I personally think. Greg Gutfeld just made an argument on the five. He said, you know what? What we should do? Trade people out. 
Trade people out. Okay, well, for every illegal alien we have, I mean, assuming they're not all felons, for every illegal alien that comes into this country, trade them for a, a, a freaking leftist that hates the country. Send the leftist back to Mexico. And we can have a one-to-one -one trade. I mean, we're going to have 3 million illegal aliens entering the country by the end of the year. Well, send 3 million leftists to Mexico. They think Mexico is so much better. They think every other country is the best country in the world. Send them over there. Let them, let them live out their lives in the great country of Mexico or Honduras or El Salvador or Guatemala. Send them. Goodbye. I would even pay to send them anywhere they wanted. If you hate it in this country, let the United States pay for your plane tickets somewhere else. And then go. Renounce your citizenship. You're no longer a U.S. citizen. Okay. Anyway, I know. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an angry, angry little man today. But anyway, I hope you had a great holiday. Uh, I gotta read this opinion to you tomorrow. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Gene. You listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics.